You're listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast with Elsa Mitchell. Come along with me as I explore all the remote corners of Australia, uncovering success stories from women killing it in business. I'll inspire you, teach you, and best of all, make you laugh by sharing their journey and mine so that we can grow together in life and in business. Mom, have you seen my pants? Welcome to episode 40 of the Bossy Bitch podcast with me, (laughs) your host, Elsa Mitchell. I mean, who else would it be? Uh, Today, I wanted to talk about a conversation I had with my brother a few months ago. Um, For those of you that don't know or couldn't tell, (laughs) I grew up on a farm in Wheatbelt, Western Australia. Uh, my dad still lives on that farm and my brother and his wife and their family still live on that farm and my grandparents uh, were farmers down there before that. So we are, what, one, two, three, four generations of farmers. And uh, whilst I live in Perth now, I still very feel very connected to my country upbringing and I kind of love, I love, um, I love with what comes with growing up in a small town and um, in a small community. And I went back to the farm a couple of months ago with my children because why not, right? It's where I can let them go and just run free and be completely feral and do things they shouldn't do like kids should be doing, get dirty, um, play in the mud, throw sticks. <laughs> let the chickens out of their pen, things like that. And uh, it was seeding time, so my brother was on the tractor quite a bit. So one night I went and sat on the tractor with him while we went round and round in circles in the paddock and uh, had a couple of beers, as you do. And we were talking about, I think the next day, my brother had to go and seed a paddock for the, I believe it's for the football club. So Uh, One of the ways they raise money uh, in the town for the sporting clubs, because small country towns, right, they don't get funding. Uh, They don't have access to as much funds as some of the bigger, wealthier, particularly mining towns where they have big companies that pump money into the town. They don't have any of that, right? So they have to do it themselves. Otherwise, the town dies there is no sporting team there are no facilities or infrastructure so they the next day um he was going to seed a crop for the football club because the football club has purchased um some land and that's how they make money right they um they volunteer in the club to uh seed the paddocks and harvest the paddocks and do all of that and get some money in the bank for the club And I was talking about how awesome that is, you know, that everyone pitches in and does that, just how amazing uh, it is as a community that they band together and make that happen. And it's a pretty massive commitment, right? Like it's a huge commitment. So we were talking about that and then we were talking about kind of before the pandemic uh, hit, there was quite a lot of small towns in Western Australia where businesses like the local pub um, and in particular farms were being bought up by uh, foreign investment, shall we call it. (laughs) 
And uh, it was actually quite a big thing. And I was, it was shocking me that no one was talking about it more. Um, and the reason why it was kind of shocking was because quite often the farms and businesses get bought up by um, someone from overseas and then they don't farm them correctly. And a lot of these farms aren't the type of farms where you can make a shit ton of money by outsourcing, you know, management of the farm. So it was kind of, I thought, at the risk of sounding like a conspiracy theorist, (laughs) it was a bit fucking weird that people would be, you know, just randomly buying these farms. And I have a friend that owns an Outback pub. I'm not going to mention names. And she told me that she was getting offers from people overseas to buy her pub and they didn't even want to see the figures and they were hefty offers, right? Super bizarre. So my brother, while I was sitting on the tractor, was telling me about a couple of surrounding towns where the pubs had been bought up. Um, I think in one instance the community all got together and everyone pitched in, well, not everyone, but whoever could, pitched in and they um, bought the pub. So um, they kind of threw out a thing to say, listen, we've got this buyer. They're from wherever they were from, overseas. Uh, you know, we don't really have a choice. You know, we need to move on with our lives. We're going to sell it unless the community has a different solution. So they kind of gave the, the community the option. Uh, there was two towns he was telling me about where this was the case. And the communities got together and they <laughs> bought the pubs and now they're community owned and operated. And I just, I love that, right? I'm all about community. If you go and have a look at my website, it's one of my core values. And I think it really probably stems from uh, that kind of upbringing where without a sense of community, without everybody pitching in, without everybody helping, you know, nothing would happen. These small towns would die, right? Uh, And it's important for these towns to thrive because we still need, uh, you know, our farmers. They're very important (laughs) on so many, so, so many levels. And um yeah so now living in Perth um community is important to me and it's been important to me in every business that I've owned um giving back to the community so I wanted to jump on and just talk about that and share those little stories that my brother uh was sharing with me on the tractor late at night a couple of months ago and it really warmed my heart and I see it now in everything that we do, that community is so important because it's the relationships we invest in, right, that help us thrive in and in all kinds of situations, you know, not just in business but also personally but also having those values in your business um, can really pay off for you personally when you're going through a shit time. So, I love to speak about um, my ex-business partner, Christy, who passed away and how in the end when she was really sick, um, it was just incredible how all the people that she had given so much of herself to over the years, they all stepped up and really were really generous in so many different ways um, while she was really sick at the end. And you could see that... (laughs) whilst it didn't really pay off for her because, you know, she died. But (laughs) you could see there was a lot of beauty that came out of it and you could see that Christy shared the same values as I did in business and that's building a community and um, connecting people and, you know, trying to provide opportunities where we can for other people. That really came back 
um, because everybody showed up for her, right? And likewise for myself, you know, when she passed away and I went through a pretty shitty time um, getting divorced and losing my best friend and, you know, uh, life took a pretty hectic turn. Uh, I think all those years you invest in giving back to other people and giving back and supporting other businesses or sporting clubs or whatever it is, um, it it they are there for you, right? You get what you put out. So I would like you to think about how you can focus and build relationships for yourself, um, whether it's in your business or just in your life. But even from a the perspective of being in business, it's the relationships around us that help us thrive. It's what helps us grow. It's what births opportunities. You can't kind of just sit around and wait for things to fall into your lap. I know I did an episode recently uh, called The Best Advice My Mum Ever Gave Me, um, where I said, you don't, if you don't ask, you don't get. So sometimes uh, I am... <laughs> an introverted extrovert. So people seem to mistake me for just a full-blown extrovert because I'm a loud mouth and, you know, I am a bit silly. <laughs> and, you know, I do show up a lot on social media and here on this podcast and things like that. And I think people assume that that's easy for me to do, which isn't necessarily the case. And my lovely partner explained to me the other day, uh, about introverted extroverts. So if you're an extrovert and you go out to a party and you've got a handful of coins, well, being at that party, you're, it kind of you come home with more coins than what you went with. It fills you up, right? Whereas if you're an introverted extrovert, when you go to the party with the coins, you run out of coins and you have to come home and replenish the coin collection. Um, I don't know what it means if you're an introvert. Maybe you just don't even have any coins to start with. I'm not sure. <laughs> But I don't think that you need to be uh, a social butterfly to build yourself a beautiful network. I have great connections in business with people that I never see. We just, I mean, I've obviously met them, but we're super friendly online. Um, and whenever I feel a bit stuck or self-doubt's creeping in or I'm thinking, oh, I suck at that or that's not working, you know, I can reach out and say, oh, what the hell? Oh, this is not working for me right now. Can you see any reason why I might be sucking at that? And, you know, you've got those people to turn around, well, hang on, have a look at this and have a look at this. And like I did the other day with um, the beautiful Jay Chris Crow, who I love, um, my copywriter friend, I reached out to her and was like, oh, I feel like my email um, unsubscribe rate is really high what do you think I'm doing wrong? And she's like, what are you talking about? I love your emails. Go and have a look at this report and tell me what it says. And then I went through the reports for all my last emails and she's like, your unsubscribe rate is completely fucking normal. In fact, it would be weird and you'd be doing something wrong if that wasn't the right. And I was like, oh, God, it's so good to have people. Um, and I know that's a super boring example, by the way, for everyone listening. But you know, it's so good to have those people that you can lean on, reach out um, and prep you up, uh, especially if you're working from home or if you are an entrepreneur and you are in business, it can get super lonely and relationships are so important. I will say this over and over and over and over again and it's why I love my group coaching program, right? I have people from Broom, Kananara, Karatha, I've had people from Catherine, uh, Carnarvon, Perth, you know, 
all over. Um, and I love it because it it's the community of that group, that community spirit, everyone getting to know everyone, new leads come from the other people in the group, friendships are made and some really beautiful friendships have formed over the years. I've seen people in my past group where someone's gotten really sick and everyone's banded together. It's gorgeous uh, and it's I love it and I will never, ever, ever stop running my business that way um, and I hope in the future to find other ways to contribute um, to my local community, not just building my own community. And I see opportunities all the time with my clients where I'm like, oh, my gosh, you need to meet this person, message her, tell her Elsa sent you, <laughs> and you two can collaborate in some way. Um, there is everything to gain and nothing to lose by constantly looking to forge new relationships um, in your business and in your life, unless you're an absolute loner that hates everybody, which... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, I don't have any advice for that. But, yeah, I just wanted to dedicate this episode to, I guess, my beautiful family and my beautiful country upbringing and the beautiful communities out there rurally. I have a lot of clients that live rurally and remotely in local towns that listen to my podcast and I know you that you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, there are so many towns that beautifully come together and I think that's incredible. There are some towns I've noticed could probably be doing it a little bit better. <laughs> Ooh, that's bitchy, but it's true. Um, I see towns that absolutely flourish. I can see business supporting business, um, supporting local and all of that. And I see others where it's not so strong and it could do to be elevated a little bit. I'm not sure how you fix that. Uh, call me, I'll come on in and <laughs> run a talk on uh, community spirit. But, yeah, that's what I want to talk about today is fostering and nurturing relationships. It's bloody important. Always be seeking out new ones. Always be looking uh, to work on the ones you have. And uh, a really great book is called The Go-Giver uh, by Bob Berg and uh, another guy I can't remember, but excellent book around business and giving, giving, giving. I absolutely bloody loved it. So I can't recommend that enough. And, you know, if you are looking for a community, if you are in business and you are fucking lonely and bored and unmotivated and would love some spark and inspiration in your life, please feel free to contact me. We can have a free chat. Um, I have a group coaching program. It is amazing. You can be rural and remote and join. So get in touch with me about that. And, um, yeah, thank you to my brother for our tractor chats. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast. I am Elsa Mitchell and you can find me at elsamitchell.com.au or if you'd like to meet my friends, please head on over to Facebook and I invite you to join our free group Bossy Bitch. Bossy Bitch.